we're back. back. Welcome to episode 84? 83. 83 of Stuck in a Corner. My name is Fox Evans, and today is August 13th, year of our Lord, 2022. And it is National Garage Sale Day, National hey. Bowling Day, and National Sarah Day. Oh. So if your name is Sarah, get your ass down to your local garage sale, buy a bowling ball, and go to the fucking alley because it's your goddamn day. I thought you said National Cigarette Day, and I was a little excited. What? Sarah Day. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Day. National Serotonin Day? I love that shit. I don't have enough of it, but I love that shit. Serotonin, the one Sarah that eludes me so yeah. much. Miss, Miss Tonin, when will you come back? <laughs> uh... Uh, uh, I love bowling, and I will kick your ass in bowling. Any open invitation to any listener, I'll kick your ass in bowling. I I'll will do an okay job at bowling. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> Listen, not competitive. If we I'm go, so competitive about bowling. If we go bowling often enough, I will get back in this with this one. Yeah. We will be we will then, a very we competitive yes, yes. Yes. Is What I'm hearing is that we're going to go bowling soon. Yeah, okay, I really so will. It's pretty cheap <laughs> on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Plans made. Hi, uh, my name's Dade, and I control the sound. Thank you, thank you, captive audience. They've really adjusted well to the new the new studio. I mean, you know, the cage is a little bigger now. Yeah, and they like it. They like it a lot. They also cleaned the pee like before the show started. So, well, that's because we have like a regularly scheduled like cleaning system. Yeah, we take care of like, like a janitor. Uh, no, actually, we bought them the new robo litter. Yeah. Oh. It's like a okay. self cleaning, but we installed it on the entire floor, so they all have to like hang on to ropes that we've attached to the ceiling. No, they just gotta jump over it. <laughs> I, was, I was watching this. I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off, no, but good. like this reminded me. I was watching this video of this like famous farmer. I guess he's a TikTok farmer, and he does. He's a dairy farmer in like Wisconsin, and all the cows have to be kept like inside during the winter because it's super cold outside and whatnot. Sure. And they have this. Um, um, thing that goes around and like scoops up all of the poop off of the ground and one of the cows accidentally knocked it off its track and he got a like a message at like three o'clock in the morning had to get up and go fix the poop scooper yeah. for his cows fucking shit Roomba has, yeah. been, <laughs> has been upturned the shit Roomba has and been overthrown he just has like TikToks of having to go fix his giant shit Roomba <laughs> and how like how to take care of dairy cows the fucking uh, the deep voice text speech it is 3am and I have to go clean the shit Roomba <laughs> Debra knocked it over again so, it is my least favorite activity one of the reasons I've never wanted a Roomba is because it's like I just know it's gonna end in catastrophe there's gonna be a oh. mess that the Roomba oh, yeah. cannot clean that the Roomba is going to try and surmount and it is going to end in disgusting grossness. Roomba's ambitions are too high for their own good. I had a Roomba in a house of 25 dogs and let me tell you, that shit helped. It did not do the job, but it helped. I imagine every Roomba, I, like every time I imagine getting a Roomba, I also see my cat sitting on top of it and riding it, like as it's cleaning. <laughs> that is a bonus, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is, is a bonus. Yeah. It's a tat cat. Yeah. He has a mech now. <laughs> this is Gundam Wing cat. <laughs> Neon Genesis Aven Catian. That's the same show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right? You just put cat ears on all the characters and nothing has to Doesn't change. Doesn't one of them wear cat ears? No. Oh. Well, okay, actually, all of the entry plug suits kind of look like they have cat ears on exactly. them. Exactly. So uh, let me pull up an image for, for both of you right now. Real I've, quick. I've seen yeah, Evan, yeah. Evan, Evan Gillen. I've never seen Evan Gilligan. It's a good show. It's uh, it's pretty good, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't want to see. What, what do you want to see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear. Oh, the, the, the line cook yeah. trauma yeah. move trauma show? Mm -hmm. Okay. We've all been there. Well, so, and the reason I want to see it is because they, they were there, right? There's this one picture where they've got the main character. Oh, my God. They've got Evan Gillen wearing what the hell? Cat ears, yeah. There's a picture of the dude who looks like Gene Wilder, but younger, and uh, he's holding a, a soup container full of water, and he's drinking out of that. Like, and I've just, yeah, I've been there. Like, I mean, gigantic soup cup worth of full of water. I guess I, I, in my entire experience as a line cook, I never used a soup can as a cup. Not a soup can is like those big clear soup containers, like like what you would get your oh, egg drop soup in or something. A pan? No, like uh, oh yeah, like what like I'm getting a, can, a metal can. Hey, have you ever had a clear Bowl? can? Like, if you go to pick up food from a restaurant and they give you your food in a large, clear container, you've never received food. No in one's a... called it a can. I didn't say. Never once did I say the word can. You said the word can. You said. Soup can. I said soup container. Did they not say soup can? I heard soup field. What are you talking about? <laughs> never mind. I'll give it. Okay, no, I just I heard soup can. That's what threw me off. I've never, never, I, 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 I know that's what I'm saying. I was like, I've never drank out of a soup can. I've been a line cook for like several years. God, I'm gonna go back and listen to this. Yeah, I, I said soup can. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. You definitely said soup field. Soup field is not an answer. Not one of the options. I tend my fields every day where you? I grow my soup. <laughs> you didn't introduce yourself. Campbell's chicken noodle and fucking soup. Who am I? Yes. Where were you on the 11th? I am. Is that today? No, today's the 13th. Okay. I am Sarah of oh, Sarah Serotonin. <laughs> no, I'm Hazel. Hi. 
of faculty of facul fair bit of faculty issues of faculty issues yeah, okay so was there a reason for the name fickle ferret like I've, I've been curious and i've asked uh, dade and dade was like it's just a name that hazel came up with do you want to know the actual answer uh -huh, okay. i do me and juno were driving to taco bell and we were just saying dumb shit and at some point we were talking about ferrets because ferrets are fun little dudes that are cute. like little wobbly like glow stick glow stick cats like they're just little crazy dudes and i love them and i mentioned that they're they're like just little weird dudes and juno said oh they're fickle fickle ferrets and then they were like oh that would be a great band name and i went that would yeah, be a great band would. name, actually. That would that's, be. It. that's it. Yeah, that's it. So Juno, cool. Juno actually gets credit for the band name, yeah. to be clear. And then Hazel had asked me if I liked it, and I was like, yes, actually, I have drawn a ferret because I love ferrets because they're adorable, and who doesn't love ferrets? The fickleest of ferrets. So that's where the uh, the original logo came from. It was actually a uh, a familiar for one of my D&D characters that it was a toad that I had uh, like permanently transmogrified. I can't remember the spell. Um, did you permanently press to digitate your toad into a It wasn't pressed to digitate, snake. though. It wasn't pressed to digitate. I know that. Permanently polymorph your yeah, toad polymorph. into a cat yes, it was a, Yeah, it was permanently polymorphed into Is a... Is that why it was standing funny? Yes, well, I thought that's how ferrets were supposed to stand. But they also, do. that's why it had like a green and brown tint right. to it. Because like the, the, the green tone of the frog came through in the fur. So it was like a mix of green and brown. I don't fickle ferret. This is very funny, I'm sure, to listen to. <laughs> I, mean, I, I asked an artist, yes, a musician, yeah, yeah. why they named their music project after... For the record, it's supposed to be lowercase and have a period at the end, but Spotify, Spotify hates, us. hates us and doesn't want that to be the case. Also, Fox, now this is your music project. I, you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm aware, but like... You, you have know. to learn the lore. What's stuck in a corner is, you know, also a radio station centered around musicians, so, you know, having a musician here, I have to, like, you know... Yeah, but every time them. we have Hazel on, it can't be an interview about fickle ferret. I literally, I don't think it has been. And, like, most of the instances where Hazel's been here, we've mentioned it, because we want you all to go listen to our music. Insert plug here, fickle ferret. The entirety of fickle parrot. Fickle parrot. Yeah, is on that's podcast. the next EP, guys. Fickle, Fickle Parrot. Fickle Fickle Fair. Like, what would our next EP name, like, what would our next record be? I've had, had like, what are we even aiming at? I've had some we... ideas. We yeah. can talk about that on Micronaut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you know, there are some pretty cool album names out there that are, like, I don't know, like, emotional, or they have some kind of, like, weight to them, or they feel like they command, like, gravitas or something. And then there are album titles that are, like, fucking goofy shits. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of those. I do I do like naming songs and naming albums just for the fucking laughs, because there are so many titles now. That... I mean, the Fallout Boy... Uh, way of naming songs. We don't, we don't have no. a, we don't have a record label to, to, to boost us yeah. with the with the bullshit names, uh, so we can't do that until people know who we are, <laughs> or they'll never find our music. But like Origami Angel has amazing, amazing song titles. Oh, I mean, it's definitely something still, especially if you look in the underground spaces and uh, pop punk and math rock and post hardcore. Because Dance Game Dance also kind of does that. Yes, no, for sure. Of course, all their lyrics are bullshit. So, what about Dirt Bath? Dirt Bath. Dirt Bath. I, I think one of my favorite like Dirt band balls. names that I've heard recently is uh, Bad Dad Jokes. Like, yeah, Bad Dad Jokes. Really, really good. good. They're a good band, and that's also just a really good name. I get them confused with No Good Babies. It's like three words. Well, I, you would think that you would get them confused with like any of the other projects that Roger Johnson's involved in because he's on like three of the bands. That I we... just forget which ones those are. <laughs> uh, I think it's also Mugen and uh, what's the band that does uh, Dust Mother. Dust Mothers. Yeah, yeah, that one. What did you say? I heard balls. <laughs> what? I totally forgot. Yeah, I don't know. You balls. said you said a, a... Some, someone in the audience will catch it. Don't worry. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, audience members? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't remember fucking shit. Okay. They got well, well, skip on their food then, because they're not paying enough attention. <laughs> I, you know, you're making me wonder if I remembered to feed them. <laughs> Did you feed them? I gave them their pellets. It's okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no pellets tomorrow, though, because they're not paying enough attention. Mm, yeah. yeah. If any of them are left-handed, it's also National Left-Handers Day, so I don't know if any of the captive audience uses their left hand or not. Uh... Can anyone flip a coin for me? <laughs> <laughs> I can flip this guitar pick. That's That'll work. Yep. And I already... Nice, yeah. It was heads. It was heads. Yeah. See, I predicted the future. Oh, I've so always wanted a left-handed guitar. Why? I've always wanted to be ambidextrous. Yeah, that would be cool. As well. I would enjoy that. It would make me more powerful, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would be sexier, I think, if I were ambidextrous. <laughs> I think that would make people more attracted to me. My brother can write with his feet. That's a talent you have to work at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched him do it on the floor in the kitchen for like hours. He would just sit there and fucking show the handwriting like comprehensible. Yeah, it's no, legible. Okay. And I don't think he does it anymore because he's a fucking adult. But like, <laughs> so my that's, that's acting like I wouldn't do that. My handwriting is atrocious, so I, would, oh. I, I can't imagine what my footwriting would be like. My handwriting Your is so bad. handwriting looks like a toddler has read too much 
DC Marvel Comics. I don't understand what you mean. Not a toddler, sorry. An elementary schooler. Toddlers why, don't know how to write. Why is it? Why is, what? Like a fifth grader. Okay, like I understand my handwriting looks bad. No, it's not bad. It just looks a certain way. <laughs> my handwriting looks like... What, where does the DC comic come in? Oh, well, it, it looks it looks like it's a graphic artist's hand, but it looks like a person who has trouble reading. <laughs> like, it oh looks like a person God. who likes to draw but has dyslexia. I was going dyslexia, you fucking yeah. ableist. So, no, I just, like, I'm just saying that your handwriting betrays some difficulty with letters. Well, so whenever I'm writing, like if a word ends with the same letter the next word begins with, I will will oftentimes either drop one of them or combine the words yeah, yeah. on accident. It's one word. I have written, uh, oh shit, what is it? I, there's a specific, it's TH. Sometimes I will write TH as a single character where I draw the first stroke of a T, the straight vertical line, and then I like, I cross through it and turn that into an H like by curving it down and I'm like the we don't have an F anymore that's not part of English we don't write F I should just be doing a, a fucking circle with a line through it I write them fast and you can see it in my handwriting mm -hmm. I haven't seen your handwriting it's really really bad looking occasionally I, I like will... the concept of cursive but I don't like learning it so I just try and that's what my handwriting yeah that's, that's just where keep I'm... going occasionally I will like accidentally start writing in a neat fashion and I'm like oh that's cool and then I try to like do it Again, if I slow down really hard I can do happen. it but it takes me fucking forever to do it that way let me see I'm trying to look at my handwriting real quick to get a good read uh. Wow, I can't read that. Oh, you want to look at my handwriting? Yeah, this is great audio content. But I think my handwriting uh, also looks like a graphic artist. I think I look. I think my handwriting looks like um, a oh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, rejected, and, a rejected gentlemen. Disney uh, artist. I have been defaulted into the best handwriting in the room. What the fuck are you talking about? How is my handwriting? How do you not... read that? What are you talking about? All of this makes sense. I mean, you're not handwriting... that great, David. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's, also, it's, okay, it's okay, also, it's this page is really bad because I've actually been doing something where I'm like putting hyphens where letters are supposed to be. So I'm like cutting words in half. I'm not actually writing them the way I would because I'm specifying where errors in our podcast are that I'm editing and fixing and stuff for myself. Let me get to a place where I just write a normal sentence. I don't even know if I have that. When's the last time I wrote? This handwriting is now on the stand. Can't. What are you talking about? Every, handwriting's immaculate. Everything that I have like handwriting-wise, I can't show any of you people because it's all about things you can't know about. Oh, so. oh, oh, oh. podcaster, DM, fucking, I run a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh, you can get out. <laughs> I want to. Damn, Claire's was, dead. Uh, no. Oh no. <laughs> My character's been killed. Of giant birds swoops down. From the sky and picture your character up and just flies away. Okay, yes, some of my handwriting. It to its babies. Sometimes my handwriting can be a little difficult to parse. You can just admit that you don't have good handwriting. Sometimes okay. my handwriting can be a bit difficult to parse. It's okay. You can just admit it. You don't have to. I will have to I have an example of my own because I'm petty like that. <laughs> we should uh, we should grab my pen tablet and write. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here's, here's my hazel rope for us. <clears throat> Bitch ass, ballsack, <laughs> hoe, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, this isn't that great. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm, my handwriting is good. Okay, well, and let's let's be clear. I only I think good handwriting is strictly legible handwriting. Yeah. If the majority of people can read it, then your handwriting is good. I don't care if it looks like a font. I don't want to see you write circles above your eyes everywhere. And I am judging the prettiness, the aesthetic of, it? of your writing. Okay, because I think my well, handwriting so has the some. There's like, some writing that's too aesthetic, and that is bad handwriting. True. Yeah. That's like a calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. Who's doing too much? Like, because you can go overboard. You can go overboard. Yeah, you yeah. can do too much with it. This letter is really pretty, but I wish I knew. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that episode of SpongeBob whenever he's writing a fucking. Essay. Uh, <laughs> break time. Did you know they cut that scene down where he's sitting there squeaking his chair back and forth? That's funny. They like they, they cut that scene out of the show for airtime. Yeah, where he's like, yeah, before he like goes and sharpens his pencil a whole bunch and does a whole bunch of shit and imagines his house burning down and whatever because he's SpongeBob. That episode was pretty fucked up. Like, yeah. it was, that was why like, SpongeBob. Especially why didn't you write your essay? To child me, I felt personally targeted. Oh yeah, like, I can't the, focus. Like closest stabs that like SpongeBob had at horror, in my opinion. Like the Halloween episode, the first Halloween episode where he fucking shaves his head and the only thing left behind is his brain. One, again, a really good really stab. stab yeah. Really good stab at horror for a fucking TV show that was originally written for adults and then was rebranded for kids because they could only get it bought. You can tell so badly in the first Stephen two. Stephen like, is a genius, and I'm so sad that he's gone. I just like. I don't understand how someone at Nickelodeon was like, yeah, the Krusty Krabs in Bikini Bottom and had no thought whatsoever. <laughs> did not, I even, yeah, yeah, did not even think about just it. Just now. Just, oh, you really? said that, yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, the Krusty Krab in the Bikini Bottom. Oh. Yeah, that's... Like oh. The, I know Chum is like dead fish particle, yeah. like particle, <laughs> gore, fish guts. So like Plankton was just feeding everyone... 
I, so chum doesn't have fish. to be fish guts. It can just be like guts and leftover meat and viscera. It's chum is gross. So, there, so gross. plankton is importing cow and like pig byproduct and emulsifying that. Maybe. I mean, what is what are Krabby Patties made out of? Krabby Patties originally had the chum in the recipe. Formula. Oh, that's right. There's an episode where they go over that. Yeah, because like they like fought over the recipe and it ripped in half, and Plankton just got chum, and Mr. Krabs got the rest of the recipe, and that ends up being the, uh, the good part. Yeah, you just take just you take know, the fucking the, dead, the gross fish, shitty out. meat out of it, and suddenly it's okay. But what is the main meat? What's it's the good Patrick meat? Star? I just I've always assumed it was I always assumed it was crab. Like it was just a crab burger. I've always assumed it was crab burger until I saw that uh, haunted SpongeBob comic where it's like there Mr. Krabs has a starfish that he's cutting pieces of meat off of, and since starfish regenerate, yeah, he just yeah, it's no, an eldritch no, like no. horror. There's a there's a video on YouTube that explains it clearly. The secret the secret ingredient in Spongebob. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate that video Meet so Canyon much. Explained it I perfectly. You, <laughs> okay, I, but you're, like, an, you're an amazing animator. Hold on. The Krusty Krab existed before Spongebob was around. Because That's in true. utero, in utero. The album by Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, I'm saying Linkin Park. In, no, not Linkin no. Park. No. <laughs> Meteora by Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, in utero, Spongebob eats Krabby Patty. By Nirvana. <laughs> mm-hmm. By Nirvana. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Somehow. <laughs> he finds a way. Yeah. By Drake Bell. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no. aged poorly. And, it, like, and I watched it age in the room. Look, like, Coming up next is episode 59 of Stuck in a Corner. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? That's the second time something like that's happened to his watch. Oh, Only this time we got recorded. Oh. Okay, my bad. So I forgot to hit the thing that stops the top of the hour. Oh, that was the episode where we were, uh, interviewed Bloodbat. That just turned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bloodbat. Shout out. Shout out to Bloodbat. Bloodbat. We'll we should play Don't I. Yeah, at the end of this episode, episode. We, will play, we will play that. That is very funny. Um, listeners, thank you for experiencing that with us. What were we just talking about? It was Spongebob. It was Spongebob. What was the last thing we said before that? Flashbanged me. Um, got hit by the intro a second time. The show has started over, motherfuckers. What was it that you were you were hitting buttons like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because of the Drake Bell joke. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's I, watched, it, yeah. I watched the Drake Bell joke come out of your mouth, age, <laughs> decay, and die, and bury itself in the fucking. We were dirt. like, yeah, oh no, <laughs> that's okay. But yeah, so it's we landed on SpongeBob. No, he ate it in utero by Nirvana. So then yeah. it has to be crab, uh, or it's just better chum. And Mr. Krabs is a murderer. It's squirrel. No, no there's, there's only one, one of those. In the water, <laughs> there are actually just several squirrels. Yeah, those fuckers what, on land. What if it's just hamburgers? That's what I like. I want to believe that they're just feeding fish beef. Like the, <laughs> Mr. Krabs, like has found a dump site where old hamburger meat is dumped, and he just goes and he takes it and he brings it back. And so the show s- takes place in the Bikini Atolls, uh, where they did nuclear testing. So maybe there was a wait, what? A ship? Yeah, no, he got the idea after learning about or being a uh, an aquatic like. Uh, what's Nowhere. It? Yeah, yeah. For lack <laughs> of a better term. Yeah, yeah. A marine biologist? Marine biologist, yeah, yeah. An underwater animal expert. Uh, an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> he was an Aquarius, so... so uh, and he studied life in the uh, Bikini Atolls where various nuclear bombs had been tested. Um, and he had the idea for the show of these, like, intelligent... Fish, fish because with, of yeah. radio waves. Yeah, yeah. radio waves, but... Radioactivity, yeah. Radioactivity waves. Radio waves. I, no. They're like gamma rays <laughs> or some shit. Oh my god, there's just a whole Usually. fish. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what kind of uh, radiation is emitted from a nuclear bomb, uh, but it, it is some kind of like, electromagnetic radiation. Because that's what all light is and that's what all like x-rays or like radio waves or uh bluetooth internet it's all done over electromagnetic frequencies so it's just light you can't see what you're saying is that 5g is it's... turning the lizards into pansexual polyamorous genderqueer uh, uh, stop now. <laughs> <laughs> yes and it's just because it's light that you can't see if you could yeah. see it you would be immune to it immune. sorry if the lizards could see it they would be immune to it you know there was a lizard in here the other day yeah, and we just decided to let him be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where he's at. Is he still inside? Or did he leave? Is the lizard in the room with us uh, now? Lizard. Can I talk to the lizard? Are you okay with us? I feel like honestly, you, you did just... him. You did the lizard at the service by not releasing him from the house. Uh, okay, so with two cats inside. I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. And I tried to get him so I could take him outside and put him back in his uh, home. Did he run away? He did a little scamper. And a little sc- oh, wow. I I was like, bro, like he was underneath oh, the fluffy futon, puppo dogger, and I was just not even trying to deal with that. So he, his fate is. Uh, he snooted his boop and scuttled away under the. He either got away. Got ate by a cat, or he died because it's way too fucking cold in my house for a lizard. Yeah, he's gonna he's going to die if he doesn't get out. Oh, I didn't uh, think about that. You're right, they're cold blooded. He's gonna die if he doesn't get out. Uh, this is on his, him though. He made that choice for himself. He walked into the building. He walked in, and then when he tried came to, inside, when then then you tried like to, his house. You tried to move. You tried to help him out. 
He refused. Now and now he's going to do a heck and die. I need you to stop it. I need you to stop <laughs> this it. Is, this is what millennials We are like. all in this room under the age of 30. Yeah. I yeah. would like to continue like you to have feel to be 30 that way. and above to be, to be, to, like to be that embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm looking at you, because you pass. You pass you the pass. test. <laughs> and, when, and when you become 30, 33 will be the mark. Like, that's how it works. You're good. In 13 you, will always in be, you will always be good. It is. Yeah, we exciting. won't be on the show to celebrate it. But we will get. We will be close. So yeah, we can, I think my birthday's on do. Tuesday this year. It is. Yeah, I told you that yesterday. Oh, boy. What's the plan? Fucking age, I guess. I asked them, and they said, um, they said, I don't know, it depends on the year. And, like, I feel that in the, fuck, I turned 21 during the pandemic, and 22 during the pandemic, and 23 during the ongoing pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn 24 during the pandemic. It's been almost four years. Yeah. I still feel uh, like, three. three. sometimes I still, I just had a goddamn, I, I, sometimes I still feel the same age I was when the pandemic started. Like, I'm like, I'm 22, right? I mean, I don't feel like I've aged I'm 22 since the day that I left home when I was 23, and it's been fucking almost four years ago now. Sometimes I still feel like I am 16, but I think that's the trauma. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> got some, like, a lot of life experience in this, like, past four years. Yeah. Uh, like, almost dying in a kayak that one time. Yeah. Um, and Well, that's what you get for living in a boat. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, when I was... When you have to take a boat to a boat in order to be safe... There has been a misstep somewhere. <laughs> you have made a mistake. You have, you are, you, the first boat isn't the boat that you're done in. So you you're, you have to travel over water. That's I was, wrong. I was talking to uh, somebody yesterday, and they like, I just met them yesterday, and they were asking like you know about my life. So I was telling them about yeah, yeah. the boat story, and I told them uh, a couple other like anecdotes from my life. They're like, "Did you need to write a book?" I'm like, "No, I don't really want to write a book." And he was like, "Okay, but like, hear me out. I've just got like the first title for your, one of your chapters, and it's uh oh shit." Oh no, the uh, the the meth pirate Captain Steve, and like, that's just the title of one of your fucking chapters. And I was like, the, the gentleman meth pirate Captain. Uh, he was not a gentleman. Well, a gentleman. I say that because it sounds like Steed, the gentleman uh, yeah. pirate Steed, Captain yeah. Steed. Um, Captain Bond. And he had like two or three more like like lined up, and I was just like, that's gold. I can't remember what they are now. But well, damn it, now I have to write a book. Yeah, well, and it's like I, you say that you are writing a book. You are an author, right? But now you're I'm writing a book about me. Book. Yeah. So, or you're writing a fiction book. Now you have to write a non-fiction or a fictionalized uh, autobiography. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's like a biopic, but in book form. And most autobiographies. Moon Dog. What's the not eulogy. What's the word? Memoir. Eulogy memoir. Is, yeah. memoir. Eulogy because is more, after you're dead. Yes, yeah. yeah. Memoir is more colorful, more... It's like an autobiography, but it's also not an entire, like, life story, right? It's just, like, a couple of... It's memories, like, what are your memories? Yeah. I guess. Some, never some really... important things that lead up to a point you're trying to make or something. Yeah, like usually that. you're making, like, a centralized point. I've you're only... being a philosopher without the degree. I've only, yeah. made, I've only read one memoir, and it was... Um... Oh man, I can't remember what it's called now. The last lecture, and it was about this dude who got pancreatic cancer, and he was a teacher, and it was about the last lecture that he gave before he, you know, kicked the bucket. Well, before he was no longer able to perform his function as a no, teacher. No, he, he did it up until like. Into and I guess someone else finished the memoir. No, he like part of the memoir was also like him writing like his stories down and stuff. I'm, I'm assuming somebody else published it after. I'm just confused because yeah, but like it seems to me like if you were uh, a teacher and you had cancer, you would there would come a point where you would still be alive, but you wouldn't be able to be a teacher anymore. But that's, that's well, pancreatic cancer is very quick and uh, you can't really do much about it. Oh. so you just you just kind of. I'm not an oncologist. So uh, I got oncology on on tap, but I don't, <laughs> I don't have marine biologist. I can get oncologist. Oh, I know why. It's because of house his fucking husband boyfriend friend guy that he never lets go of and constantly abuses. The isn't British, that, isn't the that show guy? just Sherlock Holmes? Yes, but for Americans. Gotcha. <laughs> House is really good. No, it's it's like really good. It's also really bad. It's... I, I want to read the memoir by Jeanette McCurdy. Um, oh yes, I'm glad that my mother is dead. Or I'm so yeah. happy that my mom yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. I think is what it's called. It is definitely interest. I, I'm definitely interested in it. Oh, I saw I'm an glad excerpt. That my mom died. Yeah, that's what it's called. I saw an excerpt. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. The subject um, material is pretty fucking heavy from what I yes. understand. I mean, she her mom abused her in very specific, and yeah. very traumatizing ways. Okay, but have you seen the cover of the book? It's like a a cooking a cookbook like cover. It yeah. looks like a cookbook. She's like wearing a pink apron and has a pink urn, and she's just holding it like. Hey. I don't have like hey. I don't have like daytime television music, so just imagine like a cell phone ringtone going on. I'm so happy. Or, yeah, I'm happy. My mom died. Like yeah, tonight on HGTV. I'm happy. My mom died with Jeanette McCurdy. She said. <clears throat> I don't like knowing people in, in the context of things. Oh, that's the person I work out with. That's the person I'm in a book club with. That's the person I did that show with. Because once the context ends, so does the friendship. I yearn to know the people I love deeply and intimately, without context and without boxes. And I yearn for them to know me that way too. And as much as I think I know Miranda deeply and intimately, I don't like that I know her through the context of iCarly, because iCarly is ending, and I don't want our friendship to end with it. 
Like huh. it's, Damn. she's going into more than, or not more than, but she's as she's going into she's a relationship with her mom, she yeah, felt in those instances those about instances. the show, and it's like she, it's so it's interesting. She didn't have to write this book, um, and like I would imagine doing so is probably for her own benefit. I was about to say I don't know. I think she yeah. maybe had to write this book, like in, she, in the sense that she needed it for for closure. Yeah. And I, and it's interesting to me as a fan of the show who has that sort of. Uh, uh, parasocial relationship with the cast right. and with the characters and like hearing about the things that they experienced feels like hearing about a friend experiencing those things because I was such a young child when this show came out despite not knowing any of these people any of all. these people but I watched their show every day I went to iCarly.com every day like I was super into the show and the experience of being web show runners like this yeah and, yeah. and well, like, iCarly is one of the main inspirations for, for what we all do of now, them, yeah. you know? so I mean <laughs> I have know. Sam's remote and that's funny to me and I like that and so it's I it's cool to see her feelings about it and it's sad that uh I don't know. It's just, it's just it's really interesting. I don't know. If it sucks that she yeah. did not have a good time making something that we thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, because it makes you feel like, well, I should should I have enjoyed it? I couldn't have known what was happening, and obviously I have no responsibility in the situation. Did y'all did y'all know about the spinoff show that uh, her character, Janet McCurdy's character, yeah, same cat. Yeah, same yeah, cat. It is weird. There's and, a, I heard an excerpt from her book about that, about how she basically hated Ariana Grande because of like a jealousy problem. Oh. Because she would continuously get to like leave shoots or like just get to go do fun cool things. Like she'd come back like I just went to Tom Hanks' house and like swam in his pool. And, and Janet McCurdy's like, like, cool. I just sat with my mom and waited for you. Yeah, basically, and. I'm like, she has a podcast too called Empty Inside. I have listened to a lot of it. It's very good. Well, so okay, Jeanette McCurdy, I feel like continued to craft herself like as a person, and after after I Carly ended, like it's and once like she she just was like, okay, well, I'm finally my own say person. That to imply that the others didn't. Well, like, I mean, Miranda Cosgrove, I don't think did. Uh, she, she just kind of appeared back onto the face of the planet whenever Pixar picked up by Carly. I mean, yeah, she lived her life out of the public eye. If she had done, if she had lived her life in the public eye, you would know that she was changing and developing. But like, she went to college somewhere and did like a th if you like, I'm just saying the acting is the exact same acting that. Isn't that what you like? Shouldn't Carly be? It's a TV show. Shouldn't Carly be the same Carly, like, but know. slightly different? I don't know. Do you, also, how much did you watch really... of the new? I haven't seen. I haven't seen the first four episodes. Okay. I wanted yeah. to like it very badly. Same, yeah. It is. They not made Spencer good. rich. They made Spencer. I like fucking, that. I, just, I like that because it, he deserve artists he deserve did, to make money does, off of their art. Yes, but fuck, did they, like they made him a fucking like snooty out of touch guy. Like I feel like Spencer was already rich whenever the show started. I mean, he had to have been. He, he had, had a three story apartment reviews. Which speaking of, Quentin doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. But dude lost the files as far as we know right now to the seven and a half hour long Sam and Cat video. The End of the iCarly victorious like long form thing that he's been doing for the past two years. Two so he's years. Started again. I don't know. I don't know where it's at right now. Just feels bad. I know the feeling. It's really awful. Cloud backups. It's the way to go. I mean, cloud backups. They're and not even hard secure. drives. Yeah, like it's just every week, and it's like who, nobody asked. And I'm preaching to the choir because I've lost my shit too. No matter what you do. No. But yeah. Like damn, it just sucks. I gutted when that happens. Um, all the episodes are stuck in a corner that are just lost that nobody will ever get to hear. And thankfully, that only happens when we don't record properly. Episode twelve. Right, I don't know what I don't know what that one's about. I wasn't that there. One that. Was, I wasn't my there favorite, my favorite and most fun time I've ever had on Stuck in a Corner was episode twelve with Casper, uh, our neighbor at the time, and it was just off the wall great. It was a lot of improv comedy. It was just it was very fun, and nice. I hate that it doesn't exist. It was more of the same, but it was particularly good. Oh yeah, I uh, I can't remember what I interjected myself with the uh, the Quentin reviews thing on. I don't know. We were talking about a lot of Carly. Oh, Spencer. Yeah, uh, in his videos about iCarly. Yeah, their apartment is insane. It's like three stories tall. It takes up three stories where other people have apartments that are only one story tall. Yeah, they have the elevator that goes that to their, their apartment. apartment. Yes, and it goes through their. Yeah. Do other people? Other people can take that elevator. And no, they have to have a special. You have to have a special like key to get in there. Uh, and oh, remember okay. that episode where the little girl just randomly showed up and started running around the house while while Carly was away. Whenever she, whenever the elevator opens, he goes, "How'd you get the elevator to stop on this floor?" Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Still, like you're right, he had to have already been rich. No one can afford an apartment like that. I know that. they said in that they Seattle? were. They said that their dad was paying for some things, but like their dad was in the military. You don't get like huge salaries working for the military unless you're like the guy. I mean, the military guy. It was like a guy. huge feat of national security to get him featured on iCarly for even a moment, and then they lost connection because it had to be done in a very specific way because he was in a submarine. Mm -hmm. I would imagine he does have a particularly important post. If you're on a fucking submarine, you're doing something. Something. Yeah, yeah. you could still be just like you could be like a, a grunt. Guy. Yeah, a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you could just be a top secret you guy. You just got hired into the military as some dude. Literally, though, <laughs> the only job you have is to make sure that the boiler works. I can't wait to see the credits on Earth. 
<laughs> How many people just get credited as some guy? Most of us. How many lives? It's just, all of us. Is, are you talking about like once the Earth ends, uh, there's gonna be a credit scene? Yeah, yeah. My, my life is very. Important. All of the people who have ever lived are gonna be credited. Yeah, Dade Robinson is Dade Robinson. That's actually what anti-life is. Is the end credit scene of the universe. Anti-life is that like a movement? No, oh. it's like anti-life matter or whatever. So it's you're telling me that 117. Oh, 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 I got you. I got you. Like anti-matter, anti-life. Yeah. yeah. It's just the end credit. You're yeah. telling me that 117 billion names are just gonna scroll past. It'll be really fast. Or, 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 or really it'll, take, it'll take the rest of the heat death of the universe to occur. And anyone who flies into like our part of the galaxy where our solar system used to exist, they'll just be. Federal text <laughs> didn't you know? rolling through space that fades out like a Star Wars. That the Star Wars text was actually recorded was, after a fucking universe filmed, blew out. That was filmed 25 That's miles. That's why it's in a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's like a telescope. It was like right after the telescope. Was no, it was invented. recorded. It was recorded on the Hubble. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they like had to aim it to like 25 miles past the rest stop by uh, the Andromeda. And galaxy. then after the credits, yeah. after the credits went away, Star Wars started playing in space. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Star Wars movies are interpretations of oh, what the... they read in space on the credits ah, by George Lucas. He was okay, interpreting so, the stars. Hold on. I, let me pull the opening text crawl then because that's we made. Some giant leaps here. <laughs> Listen, George Lucas didn't write Star Wars. It was just generated it was by a to him by the universe. <laughs> as as a galaxy blew up, the story of a universe was told, and George Lucas wrote it down, and now we have Star Wars. Okay, and then Disney bought in red content. Oh, come on. As they do with everything. I mean, just give me the opening crawl text. You can't have it. It's it's Disney. Ah. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base. Yada yada yada. During the battle. Yada yada yada. The Death Star and space station. Yada yada yada. I don't think that's the credits. <laughs> so that's it's just crazy that he like came up with lightsabers and like droids. Like not once do they mention the Force in any of that. No, Wizardry? no, 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 no. What you don't understand is he only showed us the beginning of the, of the text. Crawl. It kept going. It kept going. Oh, oh, kept I going. see. I told the story of this galaxy. Oh, oh. So they received like Shakespearean plays. Yeah. Uh, Every book from... is just a transcript of these text crawls that happen in space. <laughs> that occurred. And, you know, I take back. It wasn't. It wasn't recorded on the Hubble. It was recorded on like he just had a little fucking a telescope and. It would start again at the same time of night every night, <laughs> three o'clock a.m. Exactly. No, he was definitely chasing down the nighttime so that he could continue to watch this roll. Uh, just following the dawn. <laughs> Okay, so apparently... It's all true. <laughs> it was, it's all, we were right. Apparently... <laughs> no, just someone like who has the right to declare canon about Star Wars or something, like an author or maybe George Lucas or someone, mm -hmm. picked a galaxy that like would be the Star Wars galaxy. If there were a galaxy somewhere in the universe outside oh. of our supergroup, it would be uh, between 100 and 120,000 light years across, um, approximately 13 billion years old. It is... Uh, uh, the movie says... Wait, no, no, no. Why the f Star Wars isn't real. I know. <laughs> but what if it was? <laughs> Nothing connects the Star Wars galaxy with ours other than that humans have developed in both. But this coincidence has never been implied to be anything other than independent evolutionary processes. However, if we were to consider a crossover between Star Wars and E.T. based on the mention of Brodo Asogi and its extragalactic expedition, we can infer the following. The Brodo Asogi Senator Greb Leaps <laughs> sent an expedition to another galaxy. Oh this may have been our galaxy, and we can assume that is how E.T. ended up on Earth. The movie says that E.T. is a being three million light years from home. Uh, our galaxy is approximately 100,000 light years wide, and its closest neighbor is approximately 2.5 million light years away, Andromeda. So his home planet has to be in another galaxy other than the Milky Way or Andromeda, perhaps the Star Wars okay, galaxy. Okay, but hold on, hold on. They had light speed travel, so if they existed in a galaxy far, well, far away, they would have access to this galaxy that is far, far away. So something that is 100 million light years away, or 2.5 million light years away, means it will take you 2.5 million years to reach that destination, traveling at the speed of light. Yeah, the cryogenic frozen people. Okay. Yeah, cryogenic frozen, I mean, yes. like, that's, that's, if you can well, parsecs. Oh, I would parsecs. also point out that the, <laughs> that the, the, the Star would be specify a long time ago. Yes. Star Wars has occurred yes. already. Yeah, it's accounting for the fact that it takes time for light to travel distances. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, of course, we haven't seen the light from the Star Wars galaxy. Right. It took, us, it took yeah. 100 million years for just the text for the opening text. Yeah, just, <laughs> on, like, come on, like, it's gonna take a long time for us to see the Death Star blow up. And then you gotta think about the shit we've seen in oh, the wait, new wait, movies. Wait, hold on, hold on. There's no way that it showed up in 100 million years. It actually would have had to take longer to get here because if that shit was moving at light speed, how the fuck did George Lucas see it? 
No, I just said, yeah, it had to happen a long Don't question time ago. George Lucas. No, yeah, he has prophetic oh, he have a light, No, he has a light speed camera, that's it. <laughs> that, what, is that, what the fuck does that mean? George Lucas himself. Shutter speed is at light speed so they can capture light. I'm retconning my own retcon. George Lucas is actually just an alien. Elaborate. Oh, he's from the Star Wars. Galaxy. I will not elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> no, believe it or not, God is gay. <laughs> elaborate. No. I'm okay. pretty sure God is a woman and she's pissed, but. I, you said you want a camera that travels at the speed of light, and now no, I no, 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 shutter, shutter speed. Shutter speed. Oh. But I, the shortest length of time is a, uh, oh no, my brain, a plank second, a plank second. P L A N C K, plank. Um, which is, hold on. That sounds like plank if I've ever heard one. Yeah, plank. Uh, plank. It plank. is, if I can just really quick see. Yeah, plank time is 5.39 times 10 to the negative 44 seconds. So it is, I don't know what 44 zeros would be. Uh, Plus, so I want plus that bigger. shutter speed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because that literally would capture every instance of time. The Planck length is the smallest distance and the smallest time you can get. I mean, that would It would capture with. every interval of time. I, there is some, like, physical Look, there's an infinity in between, a one, in between each Planck time. There is an infinity, so... Well, quantum mechanics... Like, the word quantum means quantized. Right. Like, discrete packets. Mm -hmm. So there are quanta. There are smallest units. That's where these things come from. There is nothing between them. But you because can anything between constantly that... divide it until it's, like, you know, an infinity, but man. Like, yeah. there's an infinity in time. Damn, I didn't think about it Every like single that. second. Shit. Every single plane second. before you said man, I was, like, I was really into the logic of this. But now that you're saying it like that, I'm wondering if I'm, like, thinking yeah, about this all wrong. Have I just been closed-minded this whole time? Yeah, man. Damn, man. You know what else you've been closed-minded to? What? Checking out all the cool shit that we do at Fox and Productions. Because oh, it's no, the it's of the goddamn <laughs> show. And <laughs> if you made it this far, then I get the privilege of telling you to go check out other stuff. Um, Congratulations. You've made it here to this point, no matter how bad this podcast is. Check out Hell's Eternal. The newest episode just came out not long ago, and the next episode is going to come out next month on the 11th and every month on the 11th in the foreseeable future. Ad infinitum. Until we divide time until it cannot be divided any further. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where you'll get regular updates about all the shows that we do, plus updates about what our artists are up to, shows that are happening around Denton and around Texas, new releases from artists like Pennyboard and Ooh, uh, Ooh, I, Ooh, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang, I think. I can't remember who I posted about just recently. Um, it's been a lot. Uh, a lot of the artists that we represent were on that uh, that opening lineup or uh, competition. I think Matchstick Ghost was in the finals. Yes, that's right. I remember that. And there were um, some shows at Howling Months and uh, uh, Andy's not too long ago and coming up. So keep a lookout for those if they haven't already occurred. Uh, yeah, if you want to email me, stuck in a corner with Fox at gmail.com. We'll take your submissions. <laughs> For music, we'll take your submissions for topics, for memes, if you just want to say hi. Um, Art you want posted to the accounts or anything, if you want us to share, like send links to your posts that you would like posted. If you need a hug, if you want to talk to us. If, Don't talk to me, though. If you've been holding on to something that's really like heavy and you need to let it go, do that somewhere else. You need someone <laughs> taken care of. If you, <laughs> if you need a problem fixed. <laughs> um, so why don't you go ahead and queue up for me, person who can no longer talk into the microphone, Don't I, by Bloodbat. Uh, completely unrelated band. Oh yeah. Shout out to Thought Crime for getting on a record label. Oh yeah, what record label was Prosthetic that? Prosthetic Records. Prosthetic Records. They're still out of uh, the internet, right? Yes. They, they just released a, a, new, a new single. Yeah, new new album. Album. I think it's a whole new album. Yeah, full album, right? Yeah. Oh, just recently. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go. Hold on. I mean, if you just give me like five seconds, I'll pull One, it up on Bandcamp. Two. Okay. That's okay. That's a little more literal than four. I was hoping for, but here we Actually, go. Actually, it's less than five seconds here. Thought six, Crime. Seven. Thought Crime. Eight, nine. Yeah, Digital Drift uh, by Thought Crime releases October 28th. The single Rejection Sensitivity Dysphoria, which is a thing I have been dealing with for a long time, is out now. It can be bought for $1 or more. It on is really Bandcamp. good. They are very good. They are. They are really good. Uh, I'm excited to hear what their production sounds like at this point since we've been listening to them for like uh, two years, years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Don't I by Bloodbath. This is an artist out of North Carolina and, you know, enjoy them. Go check out StuckInTheCorner.com if you're listening to this on, you know, Spotify because you're not going to hear the music as we do. A final news. Boxed End Productions.